Hi, everyone. Welcome to Who Can It Be Now? This is a very special podcast that I have for you as I'm interviewing one of my most favorite people. And she is so dynamic, so incredible, such an amazing healer. Um, she's in my programs, but she's also quickly become a friend. She's also a coach in Soul Finder Academy. And she has she's just has a body of work that blows my mind and it's continuing to grow and evolve and just go to so many places. And whenever she shares what she's doing with me, I'm always like, wow, really? <laughs> and I really wanted to bring her on the podcast for you, all of you to get to meet her and to really hear her story and how she has evolved and continues to evolve. And I feel like this is going to be a very supportive podcast because right before this podcast, we were both talking about how our energy is very wonky and there must be, there's something going on in the energetic field and we're feeling it. And you want people like that in your life that you can have those conversations with because you can't really just go up to anybody. Imagine being in a grocery store online with someone and being like, yeah, I'm like feeling, well, actually where I live in this hippy dippy town, they would all get into the conversation, but most places people would think you were crazy. So I want to bring someone on who I feel very safe and comfortable with. And I want you to get to know her and get to know the work she's doing because she is brilliant and where she's going and where spirit has her going it's just blowing me away. So I'm going to read her bio, but I'm going to try to do it in a very conversational tone. And so you get to know a little bit about her and then we're going to just dive right into it. Monique is a certified life coach and energy healer who specializes in boundary coaching and frequency energy healing. Her mission is to empower people to own their individual energetic experiences and to take ownership of their lives by living from a place of conscious choice, which I love all of this, and embracing their individual unique truths. Her work is a collaborative effort with the client who takes an active role in their own growth. As a former lawyer, Monique wor Monique's work is grounded in the practical with a splash of the woo. Like many on a deep spiritual path, Monique's work was born out of a life-altering event that led her to suffer chronic illness and be reliant upon others for daily life. By making conscious choices, setting boundaries, and utilizing frequencies, Monique changed the direction of her life. While transformation did not come overnight and is a daily process, her life today is filled with wonder, inquisitiveness, and the knowledge that there is no beginning or end to her expansion. She adores the outdoors, savoring healthy food, and dancing to 80s and 90s music. Her favorite motto is, says who? Love that. Hi, Monique. Welcome. Hi, Marilyn. Hello. That is such an incredible bio because it really encompasses our it's what uh, we talk about all the time, about how it's really people's responsibility and to do the work. And I want to ask you some questions, but I don't know if you want to say something to that right off the bat about the work that you're doing and how you really are helping people to facilitate their, their being in your work. Yeah, you know, for me in where I was and to where I am, I find that just such the key piece to really take ownership of our own lives and our own growth with the support of others, but it goes a lot to what you actually talk about all the time, growing from the inside out and doing the inner work because the outside work as great as it can be as a support system. At the end of the day, it means nothing mm. until we start doing that deep dive and take responsibility, even for the ugly stuff and the stuff, the uncomfortable stuff and the stuff we may not like. But once we do that and take ownership, we really become so much more um, expansive and powerful in the lives that we lead. And that's why I love what you do, because you empower others to empower themselves. Don't you feel that your work um, does that? 
Yeah. Yeah. And for me, that was a real turning point. You know, when I first got really, really sick and I started down this kind of energy frequency work and working with healers and, and, and coaches, even I was looking for someone to tell me how to fix myself, how to make myself better. What can I do? And uh, while all of that was supportive for little bitty moments, really, it, it finally hit me you know, during this long journey that, no, I have to own this and I have to a participate and make conscious choices for myself. And even though this person's work will support me in that until I own my own vessel really is what I talk about. Um, none of it matters. Yeah. I've always said, and I wonder what your thoughts are on this. And I, we are going to get into Monique's story so everybody can hear it. But I always say, like, you can go to the best healer in the world, but if you're not ready to be healed, you won't be healed. What's your feeling on that? Yeah. You know, that's so funny because I was having this conversation recently with a potential client that I don't want to work with anyone who's not ready to receive. Mm. Because if you can't be in a state of reception, then you're wasting your time, but you're also not getting the benefit of, you know, if you've paid for something, you from my perspective, then you really need to get the benefit. But if you're not in a state of reception or really receiving, then the work cannot go to the level um, that most people probably want it to go to. Yeah, I so agree with that. So let's go back to a bit of your story. You were an attorney. You were a partner in a law firm, right? I was, I was the second female partner in my law firm, which is wild because now there's, you know, a lot more, but yeah, I was, um, I was a partner and I was up and rising. I, I had a great firm, great clients, great practice. Um, but there was a part of me that knew there was something not jiving. And before we go to the story of what happened when you really had this wake up moment or whatever, I don't know what you call it. I don't want to label it. Were you interested in spirituality? Were you interested in healing work before this happened? You know, I dabbled a little bit. I mean, you know, I spent my 20s and part of my teens in Los Angeles, which I loved and, you know, worked with crystals and and stuff, you know, along those lines. I thought it was all really cool, you know, going to get red and that kind of thing. And, you know, I had a very deep yoga practice for years, which kind of kept me centered. Mm. But nothing to the extreme, I don't want to say extreme, but to the extent of what I've learned over the years and where I am today. No, it's completely, completely different. So when you were practicing law as a partner, were, were you like, this is my track? Or were you starting to have an experience like you said something's off? Were you realizing like you wanted to get out or you didn't know what was happening? No, I knew I wanted to get out. But the part of me that was running the show, which included other people's perspectives, which is what, of course, we allow to happen, um, was like, no, no, you can push through this. No, no, this is the track. This is, you know, you want you are independent. You are successful. You are you hit all the marks that society tells us, you know, is important. And so but the smaller part of me kept saying, God, but I'm dying inside. This is not who I am. There's a bigger piece of me that wants to get out and I'm exhausted. But I kept shutting her down. You don't have a say in this conversation is, is kind of what I would tell her. You you go away because I'm going to push through you. Wow. Okay. So then take us to that moment where you had a life altering experience. Well, it wasn't just a moment per se, but I had successive health issues and um, including meningitis. And instead of listening to my body, 
which was rest, I went into a six month trial off and on for six months. It wasn't six months straight, but I had not recovered. My nervous system had not recovered. The, the, the swelling had not recovered and working that hard for that extended period just threw my body into a state of complete um, imbalance and um, dysfunction. And I kept pushing forward for a few more years after that and finally my body just gave out literally. Like I was in bed for years and um, had to have others take care of my daily needs for me and moved in with my parents, you know, which as an adult who's been successful and independent her whole life was a very uh, life-changing experience. So I'm going to make notes as you're talking because there's a lot to touch on, which is great. You did tell me a story though once. Weren't, weren't you at work and you like were on the floor and yeah. that was it? That's what preceded. I want it. you to paint that yeah. picture a tiny so bit. So I had had a, a really bad slip and fall, and but we were getting ready for this huge trial, and I, I I couldn't take time off. So every day I'd lie on my floor to get my back, um, give it some rest because I'm in so much pain. And there was a knock on my door. And I said, come in. And the door opened and it was someone else's secretary. And she's looking around my office. She looks at my chair. And I said, I'm down here. And the look on her face was, I can't even describe it. It was Mm. embarrassment. It was horror. It was aghast. It was shock. And I thought to myself, okay, well, she she just said it all in her face. Like, there is something completely amiss with this situation. So did you leave shortly after that? Or? No, I gave my resignation or I tried to. And I was so proud of myself. And then I got back into the discussion of, no, you're on such a great track. You're, you're going places, blah, 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 your career. And I bought into that. Um, so again, I pushed that small voice aside that had said, this has got to stop. You're killing yourself. And said, no, I'm going to push through. I'm going to prove. I'm going to prove that I can do this. So what was the moment when you decided to finally listen to the small voice? You know, Marilyn, I can't say there was a moment because I stayed on practicing for a good year plus after that. And then when I finally left the practice, because I could hardly, I couldn't function a whole day and my mind was starting to, I'd have trouble thinking even. I went and got into the university system and tried that for a few years at um, working with law students. And then I started collapsing. Literally, my body had was not able to produce energy on a, like a mitochondria level. And I burned my adrenals out and I couldn't work. Mm. I just couldn't. So that's what happened. It, I was kind of my hand was forced. Yeah. So you weren't listening to the little voice mm-hmm. and then your body just completely gave yeah. out. Yeah. Which is what's so beautiful about the body is it tells us all the time. We don't listen to it a lot. But it always tells us you're not living in alignment mm-hmm. with the best choices in who you are. Okay, so I'm going to do a little trajectory jump right now, just because we started out the conversation with this energy that we're both feeling like this energy upgrade or something's happening. So right now we're both healers and we're both working like you're working in such expansive realms, which I definitely want to get into. It's blowing my mind. How is that different from when, like, is it an alignment? Are we, are we both in alignment right now as our bodies are doing this or what is going on? What do you think is happening? 
Well, I think there's two things happening. One is, I, I mean, I'm definitely in alignment with who I am and who I want to be mm-hmm. because I love, like when I talk about this, I think, you know, I just, it gets me so excited and I love, I love working with my clients. But what I'm finding is that our physical bodies, because they are dense, they are physical, even though they're energy, there are places and spaces where we still have resistance. Not, It's not even stuff we always even recognize. And so when these energies that are coming in, which are so amazing, so beautiful, so wonderful, and hey, first of all, they've always been there. We just have access to them now in a different way, is my, my belief. But sometimes it's like they hit up against the body and our body's trying to, I'm going to call it metabolize these energies. And sometimes the body's like, hell no, this is too much for me. And so it's finding that space where we give ourselves the self-care time and the self-care space in place to say, okay, my body's having a really hard time with whatever's coming in. So let me just nourish it. Let me give it some rest. Let me listen to it and have a conversation with it um, so that I can really receive these beautiful energies that are now available to me in a much easier way. I love that. So when you were realized you just couldn't work any longer, you moved back with your parents. When was the moment where you started getting into communication with your guides and this, I don't know what you call them, so I never want to project onto you what they are. Um, but this higher guidance system that you have that is actually elevating, you, to me, you're coming out with your own protocol that is just unbelievable. So when did that happen? Well, you know, it was gradual. I can't say there was a moment in time where it happened because I started, I can't remember, but somehow I started working with called therapeutic gemstones, which are crystals, but literally at a medicinal level. And so it opened my mind to, well, what is a frequency? And so I started studying with different healers. I started listening to telesummits and working with, you know, various people listening to different programs. And then I found you and started your work, which is this space um, that allowed me to explore this at such a deeper level and at such a more expansive level because, and this is what I love about your work, regardless of what program, I mean, for me, it's NLL, of course, is that there are no limits. Hmm. The protocol is there is no protocol because it's different for everyone. We're all unique. We all have different abilities, different information. We all receive it differently, but there is no box to sit in. Do you find that most people, thank you for saying that, and she's talking about next level living, Monique's part of next level living. Do you find that most people want to be in a box or they want to be told what to do? I do. I do. And I think this is where we are. And again, of course, this is my perspective. We are kind of at this critical junction in our evolution where we do have these opportunities to see that there is no box. And there are Plenty of people out there saying, okay, I can do that. But there's also a lot of people that says, no, that really scares the heck out of me. I want to stay in my box, even though I don't like it, even though it makes me uncomfortable um, because it's safe and it's what I know. And so what happens, and I know we've had this conversation, is it's not just on a subconscious level, but what happens is our bodies stay in that place and our nervous system gets to the the nervous system almost adopts this belief it becomes on a cellular level that what makes us uncomfortable is what makes us safe say that again and explain that 
Yeah. So what makes us uncomfortable is what makes us safe. So, you know, I mean, and I'm not a doctor, let me just say that, but I can say I have learned a lot over the years, just about how the body works and functions and particularly the nervous system, because I had such damage to mine. Um, you know, we are, we are these wonderful telepathic beings that are constantly receiving information, right? And it's how our body receives it and the nervous system and the autonomic nervous system in particular that, that works with the fight or flight, um, you know, the brainstem. And I won't get too specific, but it's we're constantly receiving stimuli. And so our body is filtering it, saying this is good, this I don't like or whatever. But what happens is when we get so exhausted and worn out, our nervous system gets so overloaded, which most people's are, it begins to believe, and this is kind of the whole muscle memory thing, it begins to believe that that is the standard by which mm-hmm. we're going to live our life, right? What are we feeding ourselves? And I don't mean food, but our belief systems, our thoughts, what we're doing. And so our nervous system starts to take that in as, for lack of a better description, quote unquote, normal. And so when you start to try to move it out of that space, and I can tell for me, it was, it's been a very difficult process because my nervous system was so hunkered down in protecting because that's what the nervous system does, right? It protects us. And when it starts to feel like, oh my gosh, that is scary, even though it's evolving, even though it's part of, you know, we want to expand, but if it deems expansion as something dangerous, it keeps you in that that locked position and in that box. How do you, so when people come to you to work with you, they have to be, how do you explain your work to them? I know we've had this conversation. How do you explain what you do? Well, what I do is I work, everything is is energy. I mean, that's my basic principle, regardless of what form it comes in. And before it becomes into the physical, which is what we know, you know, it's, it's, your bottle, our bodies, the glasses, whatever. It's the inform. I work with information before it becomes physical. So it's the information that I'm running through people's bodies. And it so, comes, go ahead. No, finish that. No, I was going to say and it comes in, you know, every person is different. So wherever they're vibrating, it's going to be different than each other, you know, the next person. So it's what is their physical body need vibrationally to support it, whether it's to release, who knows? I don't need to know all the time, honestly, neither do they, but whether it's to release stuff, whether it's to help the healing process, whether it's to to shift some old energy. Um, So I pull on whatever's given to me, you know, it's anything from colors to prayers, to cards, to crystals, to food, to words. But I, I, pull all that in and direct it into people's bodies. So this is what I love because as you know, I'm a big believer of, you know, as a healer, don't even stick yourself in a box because you have life experience that is not only helping facilitate this healing. I like besides that, the oldest magic that you have ex- access to, it's also, I don't tell me if I'm wrong, Monique, it's also your life experience as an attorney, as a daughter, as a sister, all these kinds of living in New Orleans, living in wherever you live, LA, you know, do you feel like all that life experience is helping with this information that you're pulling in or not? Yeah. I mean, I, th- I don't think we can ever separate our life experiences from where, where we are in life and what we do really. And 
you know, there are times when I say, well, this is so wild, you know, it's a little crazy. And I get that the lawyer in me, the practical part, but yet at the same time, that practical part is the part of me that affords me the opportunity to say, when I work with people, I want you to be able to use your everyday living, what you use in your life, whether it's through your food, whether it's through your bathing, whether it's through the card deck you use, whether it's through the crystals, whether it's through your writing, you need to be able to use that in a different way to support you. As opposed to saying, oh, it's always got to be something so big and grand. It's like, no, what do you do on a day-to-day basis that we can incorporate, which is why I say my work is all collaboration because my clients are using what they use on a daily basis to support their own healing. That's great. And I want to talk about that, but let's go back to the, you said you get information. Can you explain how you get information or what can you say to that? Well, I just tap in. I mean, I tap in, I'm working with people's bodies and their bodies and their, and their, their guides, whoever their guides are. And again, that, it makes no difference to me. I just call in whoever is there to support them at the highest level. But I have a list like in my head, you know, or, or of, okay, these are the frequencies that I mostly work with. So if I'm working on someone and let's say I'm in their spleen, which by the way, is like everyone I work with now, their spleen comes up. And so it'll just, it'll hop in. Okay. The spleen needs a color or the spleen needs a, a phrase. The spleen needs them to write a phrase and so that's how the information comes in. And you also work with things that aren't of the of our language. Is that correct? Like I'm not talking light language, but I'm talking like symbols or symbols. yeah, I, I channel I've channeled a lot of symbols. Um, and then I also use religious symbols, not because I have a belief in them, but they get brought in because they hold a certain frequency. Mm. And I will be guided. I'll, you know, I'll be guided like the body needs X, Y, and Z. It could be a letter. Sometimes it's a letter. It will be like the body needs a Z. Z holds a certain frequency. Yeah. Bring in Z and combine it with something else. Um, But again, the body is what leads my sessions along with the person's team. Connecting to your team. Is that correct? I mean, I always connect to my team, but I could connect to theirs too. Okay. And sometimes people, you know, people, sometimes a guide will step forward, mostly an ancestor or someone who's been in their life who, um, you know, a parent or something. I'll say your father's here. He's just observing or simply your father has a message, um, that kind of thing. So it's very it's a mixed bag, Marilyn. Each 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 session is different. Each person is because each person's life experience is different. This is my whole thing. Like I do, I always say this, Monique, I don't want to go to a healer that is just a one trick pony. We've talked about this. It's not interesting to me. I want someone who really has a variety of tools that they use. So it's just like when I hired dog trainers and a dog trainer would come in and look at my dogs and just throw their type of training at my dogs without getting to know my dogs. And it's the same with us as people. I feel like I want to go to a healer that's going to take me into consideration not Tom, Dick, and Harry who came before me. So you have that belief too, like you're really working with the person and their body. Yeah, and I think, you know, that stems from the my belief that we are all unique. Mm. So how can my system need the same thing as yours and the same thing as Tom and Dick and Harry? We all respond differently. We all, as we talk about, have had 
you know, different experiences and our bodies hold on to our experiences. So no one, no one has stood in my shoes and no one has stood in your shoes. So how would I treat that same person, you know, two different people, the same. Yeah. It makes no sense to me when I try to wrap my head up. And this is not to say some of those healing modalities, because I can tell you when I started this off, I was certified. I'm a Reiki master and I loved it because it really brought me into starting to understand the energy and how to, how to bring it in, how to use it, blah, blah, blah. But it was a starting point for me. It wasn't, okay, this is it. Right. And, and I don't have anything against those types of healing modalities either. I have a little bit of an issue for myself, somebody who adheres to it so strictly that doesn't allow any type of expansion to happen because I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Because all of that, even Reiki that's been around for years, Monique, let me ask you this opinion. Do you feel that these types of healing modalities that have been with us for quite some time, are they evolving in and of themselves? Like, do they have energy that is evolving? Do they have vibration and frequency that's evolving? Because our consciousness is evolving. Yeah. How could they not? Because nothing is static, right? Nothing. And so, for instance, like Reiki, when you look at the symbols that you're attuned with, what it meant even five years ago, let's say, or what the frequency it was holding, it has so much more potential, right? So it's tapping into that potential. And for me, that's, it's never ending. It's, it's endless. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of Reiki people feel that way. I don't know enough about it to, yeah. So what do you feel is one of the biggest shifts you've had in your life experience since you've embarked on this journey? I think once I really moved into the state of trust and it doesn't, I don't carry that every day or or every moment, but knowing at the end of the day that when I lean into that space of it's all going to be okay, regardless of what happens, it's just such a much better energy to be in and to create from. And don't you feel, mm, did, I loved what you explained about the body before and how our body holds on to certain things. So you leaning into trust, how does, how's your body with that now? Is your body leaning into trust? Like what's going on? It's getting better. And I can tell you, I have conversations with my body constantly about that because it will tell me, I don't trust you. Don't trust this. Don't go, don't go walking or don't do too much yoga because it starts to shut down. And so I will have to have a literal conversation. Okay, what do you need from me? I'm listening. I'm here for you. I'm going to take care of you. I hear you. What do you want me to do? I'm not going to not do yoga. So how do we work around this? Um, And so it's baby steps. When you started doing the work that you want to do, that you're doing today, were you confident out the gate? To do this oh, gosh, no. I mean, I think I've probably hit my confidence stride within the last like two years. And really, Marilyn, honestly, it's, it's been in your programs. Oh, thank you. And having the space, because I've been in, you know, I've been in a coaching program and been in a couple other groups. They've all been great. I've got what I've needed out of them, but I've never had the space for someone to support me to say, A, what you're doing is not crazy. And B, there's no end point. Yeah, I love that. There's no end point. 
And I also feel that, and I want to get back to you, but I also feel that we have such an incredible community in Next Level Living. That what do you feel about that? Like when you're with the community, and tell me honestly, even though it's on a podcast, do you feel like when you're in a community of people, and of course not everybody's going to be vibrating at the same level, but does it help you to accelerate? Does it help you to grow? What does it help you to do? No, it's wonderful because it gives it gives you the safe container, the safe Mm -hmm. space. And you're supported. And um, that's huge. And I think for what we do, and I tell people this all the time, that it is so important to have support, regardless of what it looks like. We all have different ways. But to go through this type of expansion and to, to do this type of work cannot be done alone, I don't think. I agree with that. I agree because you started out the conversation like listening to the voice that was telling you, no, you're on this great track. You're on this lawyer track. You're on this. You're on that. And we need to have the conversations with the other voices that are saying, no, this isn't crazy. This is something incredible. Because imagine, Monique, if you were still sitting on this gift that you have, what would first of all, what would your life be like? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, can't even, I mean, honestly, Marilyn, I don't think I'd be I don't I wouldn't be walking the earth. There's no way because, I, you know, there were times when I thought for sure, OK, well, this is it because my body can't do anymore. Um, but there was always that little piece. Yeah, but there's something else. You know, there's something else that you need to learn and there's something else that's available to you. And I think once I really got into the space of understanding at a bigger level what is available to us. It was like, well, hell, why do I want to leave this? Because there's so much available to us, right? It's just really understanding and accepting, A, that it's limitless, and B, that we deserve it. And then C, how do we receive it? How has Monique said something great when we were talking once um, about the work that we've been doing together and the work she's been doing in the program. And you said you took... NLL, Next Level Living has helped you. And plus you have a body of work. So we're not going to take away from that and who she is as a person. But NLL has helped you to take the dreams into reality. Do you remember saying something? Yeah, yeah, I do say, yeah, something like that. Because I think it was, like we all have wishes. We all wish to do this. We wish to do that. But actually doing them is a separate energy, really. You know, so what's so great about NLL is you can enter with your wishes, but you can't stay there mm. because Marilyn's not going to let you, um, you know, and that's, what's so great. And that's, what's so great about the community too, because we go, you know, we flow in and out and, and it's about the accountability piece and who's doing what. And Marilyn is not going to let us just sit on the stool saying, I wish to be an author or I wish to be a better healer or I wish to write a book, what, you know, whatever it is um, doesn't matter because there's going to be practical things that we have to do. Yeah. It's one of the hardest things for me. And I've said this in a podcast before is watching people sit on their magic and not do anything with it. It's been very difficult. I want to get back to your work, but before we do that, why do you think people sit on their, whatever you want to call it, their alchemy, their magic, their healing, their gifts. Why do you think people sit and don't act? I think there's a number of things. One is I think it scares the heck out of people. I mean, it just does. Let's be honest. I think, I think we are so conditioned um, to a believe there is no such thing and b that the important thing is to hit all the marks 
you know, of, of whatever it may be as far as career and lifestyle and money and all that, that people believe that's what they have to do. And that no, I, I think we have lost our ability to connect with something that is bigger than our physical. And when people don't have that connection, regardless of what you want to call it, for me, it's just an energy. It's very difficult to change. Yeah. What do you think they're afraid of though? Like what else are they afraid of? Is it people like not fitting in or their I think, own? I think it's a I think it's a myriad of things. I think so many people allow other people to dictate their experiences in life. Yeah. And so if someone was, you know, if I was to say 10 plus years ago, whenever, oh, I'm quitting the law to be an energy healer, um, people would have been like, Well, you're out of your freaking mind. Yeah. And I probably would have been like, you're right. And I would have let all that outside noise and the conditioning that we all carry around Mm -hmm. make the decision. And I think it's really, it takes work, as you and I have talked about, at least at this juncture in our evolution, to get to the place where none of that matters. It takes the work. It takes the coaching. It takes the, you know, therapy. It takes the working through all of these programs that are running our lives. Yeah. What were we saying? We were talking about this the other day, how people don't want to do the work. I can't remember the exact conversation. Do you remember it? A little bit. Uh, yeah, me either. Cause we, we talk so much and then we move past it. And Oh, I know what we were talking about. We were saying that life happens, it gets difficult, but we have the tools and techniques to deal with it. Yeah. So we don't sit in a place of, Oh my goodness, this is too much for us. And so, and we were able to move through. Isn't that what we were talking yeah, about? Yes, I think that was it. And I think that's part of it is that people say oh, it's too much work oh. because initially it is, it doesn't have to be, yeah. like but initially it is. And the other thing, and this is what I can tell you drives me up a lot. It's the time thing. And I was having this conversation with someone earlier. I don't have time. Mm-hmm. Well, time, if you even believe in it, we all have the same amount of time. There's no difference in the time that you have or that I have. We are all busy. It's just how are we feeling that time? So what are you choosing to do with your time? And that scares a lot of people because once they sit down and really start evaluating, oh, wow, well, you know, I sat on my phone for a few hours or I shopped online for whatever. It doesn't matter. So the choice they're making is, but that makes me feel good in the moment as opposed to, well, why do I want to start working on myself when I really have to look at all this crap that I've been carrying around? So they just stay in that cycle of, of not changing and not growing and not really getting what they want or being who they are. But I can tell you from the few people that I've worked with lately and some of my coaching, um, they're exhausted. They're sad. They think the world is not a great place to be in. Um, but at the end of the day, it's a personal responsibility piece, um, of, of saying, I need to make the choice myself and do the work. Yeah. Because when you're sitting scrolling through social media for two hours and you think it makes you feel better in the moment, but really on a deeper level, it doesn't. You're later on, you're like, why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? I should have done this. I should have done that. And you're not feeling good or you're picking up energy from what you're reading and stuff like that. Right. And again, you're letting that dictate Mm -hmm. your life and that goes into your physical body. And so you start to feel tired. You start to feel run down. You start to feel depressed. You know, all of the things that happen. Um, 
in the body when we allow ourselves to stay in those loops. So let's talk about how you do work with clients. So anybody who wants to work with you, how do you want them to reach out to you? How, what can they expect in a session? We'll start there. And then I'll ask you some other questions because I want to paint a picture of how incredible Monique is and the work that she's doing. Honestly, for me personally, I have not seen anywhere. And I, it's really good. And I can also tell you her as a person. She's got such an incredible amount of integrity, care. Um, she's strong and strong, like strong. You want somebody who's strong who's not going to be just like, oh, yeah, it's okay if you do this. Like somebody who's really get, cares about your well-being. And I feel that from you. I feel like you truly care about people's well-being. So how can people reach you and how, what's the best way and how do you work with them? Well, the, right now I'm building a brand new website. I still have my old website up. It's Monique. Um, I mean, they can email me at Monique at MoniqueGarso.com. And it's, we'll have that in the show notes. Yeah. Call it. Um, and so they can always email me. My healing work is not on there because it's really something that I do if I know someone in the sense that they, they, we, we have had a discussion about the work because I will only work with people who are ready to receive this type of work. Um, so I do have a conversation with them before. Yeah. So let me take it back a second. Somebody might be listening going, Oh my goodness, I love what she says, but I don't know if I'm ready for this work. How can they like contact you? What should they and you're going to have a conversation with them. Explain that a bit because somebody may really be ready, but they don't realize they're ready. Right, right. And they can email me, really. Right now, that's the best way. It's the cleanest way. Um, and it's Monique at MoniqueGarso.com. Spell it. Yeah, it's M-O-N-I-Q-U-E-G-A-R-S-A-U-D.com. Yeah, and your name will be in the title as well so um, people can see it. Yeah, yeah. So that's really the best way. Um because I don't, I won't just work with anyone, not because I don't want to help people, but simply I want people to be able to receive what's available to them. Right. And to want to participate. You know, when someone works with me, they don't just lie down and fall asleep. They're going to be writing. They're going to be singing. They're going to be grabbing their tarot cards. They're going to be reading out of a book. I mean, it's a, it's a back and forth, back and forth. Or we'll be having discussions. They get a little coaching in it as well. Well, you know, questions will be asked and that kind of thing. That's what I wanted to know because I, I, when you were talking, I was wondering, do I go into a session and then you're just doing like hands-on healing and not saying a word, but that's not what's happening. No, huh? and it's all over the phone. It's all over the phone. No, it's a very interactive, um, it's a very interactive hour. We spend about an hour together um, where we are going back and forth and back and forth. And if something is, that if, if we need to talk about something, I will know. I'll say, okay, well, for instance, you know, this is coming up like something happened at 10 years old with your dad. You know, what was going on at that time in your life? That kind of thing to help move the energy. Um, so, no, it's very interactive. And what do you find people experience after working with you? I, the feedback I've gotten is that um, the energy has moved pretty quickly. They've yeah. been able to move into different spaces quicker than they have in the past. Yeah. I mean, I know we share a client and she's over the moon with her work with you. Like she talks about, she's just, first of all, accelerating like crazy, but it's also, it is helping her to, for me witnessing it, I can't speak for her, but witnessing it, I feel like she's really becoming whole and owning her truth and not apologizing for it and becoming who she's like really is. Yeah. 
and she was already magical and it was like oh my goodness there's all this other she's just like the flower is just getting so big it's amazing yeah, yeah i agree yeah so clients can really so so what kind of problems do you think besides health problems I'm sure that because health goes with emotional problems, right? It's- well, they are, you can't separate them. Right. We just and, and we we are so geared to that in our society. We want to separate everything, but we're not. What we think, what we believe all goes into our body. So there's this constant communication between our thoughts, our beliefs, you know, the circumstances in our life and our bodies. There is no separation for me. That's great. I love this. And and I think that's true. And then so I really feel like it's a benefit for people because if you go to, for, for me, okay, I'm back in therapy. Therapy's great for now, but it really just answers one question. And she's a wonderful therapist, but I like, I need more. Like I need what you offer, which is all the tools and the techniques. So it's not just the psychological, it's the emotional, it's the physical, it's you understanding the energetics, everything. I mean, do you have a better way of saying it the way I'm yeah, saying it? Yeah, I mean, it? I think that's pretty much it. And, and, this is what I tell people though. I don't need to know anything. I don't, I'm like you. I don't want to know anything because if someone comes to me and says, Oh, my back hurts. Well, you know what? Great. Doesn't mean we're going to work on it. Right. I am led by your body and your own individual energy system. We may get to it or the back may really be what's showing up, but it's really your big toe where I need to work on and clear. So Again, it's the people I work with need to be in a space of receiving and understanding there is no agenda. Yeah. Just, there's never is an agenda. I love that. That coming in because a lot of people want to self-diagnose or have preconceived notions or they want to control. And when you release that and surrender, that's when that's transformation when magic happens. happens, right? Yeah. That's when, yeah, yeah. Because we get so focused on, yeah, but this is what hurts or this is what the diagnosis was or whatever. But energetically, it doesn't always mean that is what's going on. Great. So we're going to end this now, which is great. Um, But I have a question. Monique, that where is that little girl today? I call her little who was the one who was telling you to do this work. Is she front and center? Where is she? Yeah, she's pretty much front and center. Sometimes she still goes and hides um, or be like, you can't be doing this to me. Um, and I'll just, again, have a conversation with her. I mean, I talk to everything, every, it's all energy. So I just communicate to that energy. Like, tell me what's going on. Um, yeah. And, and where's the lawyer? She's still here. Yeah. She's actually coming back, but in a whole different way. I mean, because, and I don't want to go down this road too much, um, but there's nothing wrong with our intellect. It's no. a beautiful gift that we have. But to be able to recognize its place, um, particularly in this type of work, um, and not allow it to make the decisions all the time. But it's a wonderful piece to still have. Great. Thank you so much, everybody. Um, What were you going to say, Monique? No, this has been great. Thank you for having me. I so appreciate it. I actually learned things about you I didn't know, so it was quite fun. Always. Thank you, everyone. So if you want to learn more about Next Level Living, check out marilynaloria.com forward slash next. Um, You can also, I'm doing strategy calls only a few a month now. I don't know how long I'll be doing them for, but you can go to marilynaloria.com forward slash call. And most importantly, you can check out Monique and it's Monique Grassad. Am I saying that right? Garso. Garso. Monique Garso. And the reason why is because the spelling of her name. 
But her name is in the title. It's M-O-N-I-Q-U-E-G-A-R-S-A-U-D. You can email her at Monique Garso. Dot, Monique at MoniqueGarso.com. And definitely, I would in, I would email her if you're interested and find out how she works. And I know you can't go wrong. And thank you again. Remember to rate, review, subscribe um, if you haven't already. And I will see you next time. Bye.